Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. Fifteen minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will Hey, Andrew. Hey, Edwin. When you have many enemies coming at you, I mean, if you just looked up and it was many enemies. I mean, so many that you're just saying many, 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 many enemies. How would you feel in that moment? Um, I'll tell you what, uh, even as you're saying that, the, I, 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 my mind goes to these movie images, okay? Like some of these big, epic, CGI'd uh, Lord of the Rings battle sequences. Oh, got one in my head right now. Or, you know, when uh, George Lucas needed to remake some of his uh, Star Wars movies and put a bunch of extra stormtroopers in the shots, <laughs> you know. And, and, the, and the heroes are always outnumbered, like 5 to 50. Um, and uh, you think, oh, what's going to happen to them? They are so outnumbered. Where will they go? What will they do? And, you know, you got to sense you're, you're kind of pulling for them in those moments. Um, but at the same time, how are they going to get out of this? I don't know. Yeah. So let's read Psalm 3 again. Okay. And listen for the word many. 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 At least in the English Standard Version, which is what I'm reading from. Okay. Psalm 3. A psalm of David when he fled from Absalom his son. O Lord, how many are my foes. Many are rising against me. Many are saying of my soul, there is no salvation for him on God. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory, and the lifter of my head. I cried aloud to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill. I lay down and slept. I woke again, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you strike all my enemies on the cheek. You break the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing be on your people. Did you hear it? Four? Four times. Did you get four minis? Four minis in the ESV. I don't know about the New King James. Was there, does it say mini? You got two minis. Uh, it, it's um, so like in the New King James in verse 1. Uh, they have increased who troubled me, but mm. yours were the foes, many yeah, foes. Yeah, many foes, right. And then uh, verse 6 is where I heard another many, where mine says, I will not be afraid of 10,000 of people who mm. set themselves against me all around. So I guess, many thousands, I guess 10,000. 10,000 could be multiple, many multiple thousands. thousands. you got lots of thousands. That's many, 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 many enemies. Many, many enemies. Yeah. And yet David has faith. It certainly does paint the picture of being outnumbered, uh, particularly when you read verse 1 and 2, the way that flows in the ESV. Many foes, many who rise up against me. And then, oh, many say there's no help for him in God. Mm. Um, I tell you what, you expect that kind of language, I guess, um, from foes, uh, you know, but I mean, that's a spiritual, that's a spiritual judgment there. David is a great man of faith and a hero of faith. And for have to have many people saying, oh, God is not with him. God is not for him. Uh, that could really work on you. Think about Ahithophel. Uh, I know I'm some other things I want to talk about with Ahithophel that I don't think we're going to have time to today. So Ahithophel was the grandmother, grandfather, grandfather excuse father, me, grandfather yes. of Bathsheba. Yeah. 
And that's that's the tie in there yeah. uh, that when he is this key counselor who has gone over, defected from his role of king's counselor to David to go advise Absalom, the prince and the leader of the rebellion. So here's one of his key helpers. Here's one yeah. of David's key helpers. Yeah. And it's possible that one of the reasons he's willing to go along with Absalom is because look at what you did to my granddaughter Mm -hmm. and look at what you did to her husband. And so he's rebelling against David. It's also very possible that he sees this as God's judgment on David. I I mean, anybody who heard what Nathan had to say about this or heard of it would know this is God's discipline on David. So here's a counselor. Here is the help that David had had from God in time past. And now he's gone over to Absalom. So it's not surprising at all that folks would say he has no help. He has no salvation from God. God has abandoned him. I just, I guess what I, what, what jumps out to me as we're talking about that is that there is a actual powerful tactic of the enemy, a kind of a information where warfare mess with your mind kind of message when your enemies are telling you, uh, God's not going to help you. God's not going to help you. You deserve this. You deserve it. God's not going to help you. And God's not going to help you. But what does he say? God is still mine. Yeah. God is the shield about me. Mm -hmm. So he didn't believe that message, but he was hearing it. Yeah. He he did not believe the message that God had abandoned him is what you were saying right there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, um, and so when he recognizes that God is still on his side, here's what he knows. One God is worth many thousands of enemies. Yeah, and God is on my side is perhaps to to circle back to something we were talking about yesterday, um, the trust that I am a son. And so even in difficult times, whether it's scourging or disciplining, it just shows I'm God's son. He's never left me, never forsaken me. Joshua chapter 23 and verse 10, Joshua says as he's recounting Israel's victories, and he, he talks about the fact that among the Israelites, when, when they were coming into the land, Came one in. Israelite could could turn back a thousand of the Philistines is basically what you have there in Joshua 23 and verse 10. One can put to flight a thousand. And I, I think as we see here and in the two song, could put to flight more, right? Well, I, I don't remember if that's that, in, that that in that passage. I think that one's in a prophet somewhere. Okay. Um, but... I don't remember where. I didn't mean to get you off. That's track, okay. But. That's okay. But you know, one can put to flight a thousand, and ten can put to flight ten thousand, or however it's oh, going to yeah, work. Like but um, especially when that one is with God. Okay. So what you got in twenty three ten of Joshua? One man of you shall chase a thousand, for the Lord your God is he who fights for you. As he promised you, and that is a little different direction, I guess, than the the one versus two. The point. Being the same, though, what's giving you this power? God. 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 God is for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, however this is going to turn out, God's on my side. And so I'm not going to be afraid, even though there are many coming against me. Many folks. And, and folks, many enemies. folks can be telling me, there's no salvation for you. There's no help for you. But I'm going to hang on to God. I'm going to, I'm going to hang on to God. And uh, God wins. God wins. <laughs> God wins. And no matter how many enemies are coming against you, no matter how many, how many enemies are coming, that's hard to say, how many enemies, how many enemies are coming against me, God always wins. So it says in verse 6, now yours says many uh, thousands of people. Of course, it says 10, 10 thousands of people. But the, the way that reads, it, it makes me think of when 
in better days when David was fighting Goliath and some of these other enemies, the people were singing his praises and Saul had slain his thousands, but David his ten thousands. And so certainly David had been in those times. Did I say that right? Yeah, no, no, you said oh, that right. Okay. It's, it's, no, I'm looking off into the middle distance right now, and I know nobody can see that. I know you that. are. Nobody can they see that. They can't see that on the video, but it's it's quite unnerving to us in the studio. So, <laughs> no, I'm staring off into the middle distance because you bringing that up right now has has caused me to realize, hey, I get it. You know, back when he's facing Goliath, he's, he's like on a high. He's, yes. he's been anointed, and the Spirit of the Lord is with him. Yeah. And, um and, and so, hey, at that point, I'm sure he had all kinds of faith that, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to take care of this Goliath guy. God is with me. That's right. But but now he's fleeing Absalom and he knows full well the reason he's fleeing Absalom is because of his own sin yeah. and how easy it would be to believe that God is not with him. And yet he's maintaining the faith in the face of Absalom that he had in the face of Goliath. I'm going to trust the Lord. Mm -hmm. The Lord is with me. Mm -hmm. Salvation only comes from the Lord. I'm going to hang on to him. I don't deserve him. I don't deserve. I deserve every bit of this. And you know what? The practical outworking of this may be that I've lost the throne. That may be where this ends up. But I know where salvation comes from. It comes from God. So I'm going to hang on to him and let him decide how this is going to turn out. I'm going to, like we said yesterday, faith in the midst of discipline. I know this, though. My God is bigger than all my enemies. Yeah. No matter how many of them there are, my God is bigger than my enemies. Yeah, so in verse 7, arise, O Lord. We talked about faith in the midst uh, of the punishment, right, is a faith exercised. And so verse 7 says, arise, O Lord, save me of my God, for you have struck all my enemies on the cheekbone. You've broken the teeth of the ungodly. And so there is, even in the midst of his um, punishment, He understands that God is completely just, and he calls on God to exercise a justice of others' wrongdoing and those enemies. God is on my side. Okay, I'm piecing together Psalm 1, blessed is the man who lives by the counsel of the Lord. Yep. Psalm 2, blessed are the people who submit to the leader of the Lord and don't counsel against his anointed. And now we've got a guy who is counseling against the anointed of the Lord, and and the anointed of the Lord really does deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, how's that going to end? It's not going to end good. It's not going to end well for Absalom because he's counseling against the anointed of the Lord. Yeah. And so we we get back to the Lord's law, the Lord's leader, which David is not free to just act how he wants because he's the Lord's anointed. That's some of what all of this is supposed to demonstrate. But still, what do we get? I think that is an important thing. I mean, let's let's just talk about that. Camp there for a second. Yeah, well, let's camp there for a second, because uh, heaven forbid we get the idea that because I am a child of God, I'm somehow above or beyond the law of God or the word of God. And I know that there is a, a distrust that some of us have, and this is this is flesh talking, this is not faith talking, but flesh talking, a distrust we have of people in power, kings. Absolute power cor- corrupts absolutely, right? And why is that? Well, because they want to live above the law. I come back here to the psalm. Here is David actually anointed by God, chosen by God to be this king. And uh, he did step beyond the scripture and the law of God with what he did Bathsheba. And nobody gets to do that. This psalm is not permission to turn to sin when God is on my side. But I tell you what it is permission to do. 
It's permission that when I have sinned to return to God's side. That's such a powerful thing. And that's what he does here. He's, I know I deserve it. I know punishment is what I should get. Yeah. I should get driven away, but I know where salvation is. I'm going to hang on to God. And as I look at these enemies in the midst of all of this, here's what I know. My God, even though I deserve his discipline and his punishment, my God is greater than many enemies. And he's the one that's going to get me through this. Even this, even this thing that I've caused, God is the one who's going to get me through this. Yeah, that is such a powerful thing. Such a powerful thing. Uh, We serve a powerful God. Love to know what you're reading in the Word of God and uh, talk to you about it. Send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. We'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend about it, leave a review. We appreciate all those things. We appreciate our ability to to pray together at this time. Won't you bow? Our great God and Father, Lord, we thank you so much for your goodness, for your patience, for your mercy to your people and to your children. It's humbling and even frightening to think about uh, the messes that we make of our own lives, the discipline that rightly needs to come to fashion us into people who please you and who look more like Jesus Christ. Father, those we survey our lives, we are not so naive to think that there are no enemies. There are spiritual enemies, temptations and trials, many enemies. Father, help us to remember that you are greater than all and to trust in you, Father. One God is greater than many enemies, and we are so encouraged by this truth from Psalm 3 today. Thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day. Well.